Hello and welcome. My name is Ali Mihan and I'm founder of Costa Women. Costa Women is the largest community for women living in Spain and women, women heading this way. And before we start our Make It Happen interview this afternoon, I'd just like to thank our sponsors for today's call, which is Casa Expat. Casa offers all sorts of insurance products for your life in Spain. You can check them out at casaexpat.com. Well, today I'm very delighted to be speaking to Carrie Frass, a founder, and Jane Mitchell, Associate Director of the fabulous Mum Abroad. Hello, ladies. Hello. <laughs> it's great to see you both here. Now, you're both in Barcelona, so can you tell me individually how you ended up living in that gorgeous city? I'll start, shall I? Yes, okay. start. Uh, I'll try and keep it short because mine's a long story. It's quite okay. romantic for romantics but I found myself at a wedding single uh, and working as a freelance in television which is my previous life and after a couple of glasses of that camera, probably wasn't camera it was then, uh, I found myself chatting to this young man and we had this mutual passion for Spain and to cut a very long story short I sort of challenged him that we'd move there within a year and we did within a year wow, we moved okay. there within three years we were married wow. within six years we'd had two kids and then within about seven or eight years we reinvented ourselves so hence the sort of the beginning of mum abroad and how we ended up in Barcelona it's a little bit more complicated than that but it was really a lifestyle choice how I ended up with. yeah so, great Carrie and Jane mine's not quite so exciting <laughs> <laughs> but anyway um it was 16 years ago I was living in London. My boyfriend at the time was living in Paris. And then he got offered a job here in Barcelona. And so we decided to make the move together. Okay. I was doing a PhD at the time in London. And I was writing my thesis. And I could do that wherever I wanted to. Perfect. So it was easy for, for me to move here as well. And yeah. 16 years later, three children later, you know, <laughs> we're still here. Fabulous. Yeah. So how did you two meet? That's more your um, story. Yeah. Well, <laughs> when, I, when I first moved to Barcelona, we, um, we were living in the city and we had Elena, our, our oldest daughter. She's 14 now, so 14 years ago. Um, and when we were looking at schools for her, um, we headed out towards, out north of the city to a little village called Alea, where there was a quite an interesting international school. And really liked the idea of, move, of moving out of the city, having a bit more space and so on. But I was a little worried that we might be the only foreigners or, you know, it wouldn't quite be the community that we were looking for. I wasn't sure. And somebody suggested that I get in touch with Carrie, who was already living in the village. And so I did. I called her up and we met for a, met for a cup of tea one morning. And that was it. I decided, I like Carrie so much. I thought, you know, if she could live here and she's happy to be here. If people like, like her here, then it's going to be fine. I, I had found a like-minded person, you know. Yeah. So. yeah. I think that's, that we moved out as well. That's so important for women moving overseas. Um, we tend to forget about ourselves when we move. We forget that, you know, what will we do for friends and things. And it's so important to find like-minded women who we can connect with and just share day-to-day -day life with. So, great story. I mean, the friends yeah. here, I would say, are my family here. Because yeah. You the connections that you do have with family from, from home, wherever, wherever that is. So, yeah. you go through a lot of, a, a lot of roller coaster emotions sometimes with yeah. friends, and you, you do open your heart to them, and, they're, and it's, you know, they're, they're important. They're the ones that are the mainstays of your life, really. So, yeah. And they really, really understand because they really are in the same situation as you. They're yeah. also home away from family and they know exactly what you're going through so 
Yeah, yeah, no, very important. That we make abroad, I think, are very special. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you on that. So, Carrie, tell me the story or tell us the story behind Mum Abroad and um, why you created it with Rebecca Bladelaw. That's right. So we created it in the year 2007, which was the birth of my first child, Poppy, and also the birth of my friend's first child, um, Rebecca's first child, Ollie. Um, they were brought born literally a month between each other. And both of us had careers. I was working in journalism still, and she was um, an internet marketing consultant. And we found ourselves in this position of two very young children, newborns effectively, in a city we loved, but we weren't overly familiar with. Um, And also with, with a desire to carry on doing something quite entrepreneurial with it. So we put our two skills together, the sort of the internet side, which Rebecca had, my journalism side, and we created initially a website called Barcelona Mum. So it was, it was very local then, just really selfishly to help ourselves. What we did, we just gathered local recommendations about where to go with a child and the child screams its head off and no one. <laughs> the important <laughs> things in life. <laughs> yeah, friendly beaches, families, um, you know, sort of day trips that are, that are easy to get to and get back, all the kind of stuff that we really wanted to do, but I hadn't got a clue where to start. So it just, it, it started with Barcelona Mum, but very soon we realised that this site was going to grow organically. So within about a year from Barcelona Mum, it had spread to Catalonia. And once it'd gone to Catalonia, we thought, oh, well, let's just change the name because Barcelona Mum doesn't work. So it became Mum Abroad, Abroad to Catalonia. But from there, it, then we think our next, next one was Madrid and then the Costa Blanca and Valencia, the Costa del Sol and the Balearics. And then from there, we then spread to France, Italy and Germany. So we have... Um, we operate actually in four countries, although the most active country is still Mumboard Spain, but we're, we're very active in the other countries as well and various different regions within those countries. So that's really how it started. And it was very much uh, organic growth. We didn't quite realise what a niche we'd found. We knew we were going through it, but we hadn't quite realised up until that point the other sort of hundreds, almost thousands of international families that were going through the same, the same yeah. process. And what we made important from the very start and the, and the premise of the website is is that every single recommendation on the site is by a local parent a local mum or dad be it english speaking or, or or catalan or french or german so it's a kind of like the trip advisor for families living abroad that's that's what we always wanted to do because we know that parents and particularly mothers really trust the advice of other mothers so that's that's really the sort of in a nutshell the story of how mum abroad was born and it is a fabulous resource, isn't it, for women that are thinking about moving as well as women that have moved. Yeah, well, we yeah. like to think so. Yes, um, yeah, no, it's, yeah. I mean, it's interesting. If you, if you analyse our site and look at analytics, obviously we've got a very core cool base of people who are living in Spain and the other countries I mentioned. But we do get a lot of interest from, from outside of Spain, particularly in the UK and America. So it's all these people that are sort of perhaps like I used to do, live, live your life slightly vicariously, you know, thinking, what if, you know, if I live there and they're, they're sort of follow their navigation on the site. And, you know, so we feel like, you know, even though it's operating well now, we feel there's a lot of scope in the future as well. There's more and more people feel confident to make the move to relocate abroad because we all know it's much easier now. You can work virtually from, from anywhere. Yeah. And, it's, you know, these, these communities are building up everywhere. So, um, yeah, we hope it does continue. Actually, the IT infrastructure in Spain is phenomenal, isn't it? The, um, we've got fibre optic at home, I'm sure you have, and it's, it's better than it is in the UK. So yeah. there's no reason why you couldn't, if you have a home-based job that you can do over the internet, there's no reason why you couldn't do it from Spain. 
No, I mean, it's, it's incredible. In Barcelona, for example, you just only have to walk down some of the, the main streets looking into the cafes, and it's just people on their laptops. Yeah. They're working there, or they're working in a co-working space, or in a hotel lobby. I mean, it's literally so easy to work anywhere, and, and that's the beauty of it. You just, it's just about getting that balance, having the confidence to take the step, and having a, a really good business idea of it. Yeah, yeah, no, and it is a good idea. So, um, Jane, obviously we've just touched on internet there and IT stuff, and I know that you've been very busy with the new website, and it's jam-packed, as we've mentioned briefly, full of useful information for mums and dads who are moving with children or thinking about having children. So is there something, and you've just relaunched the website as well, which looks great, but is there something you wish you'd, known before you started the relaunch or something you wish had been done differently because these these things tend to i know the cost of women you know the, the site has the site has grown and um and sometimes you don't think through things from the beginning i i certainly didn't what it could be now and i wish i'd known what it was going to be now i mean for a start i wouldn't call it cost of women um but are, are there things that you found that you wish you'd known I, I wish that we had been more realistic so, about the time frame that was right, okay. yeah. to redesign and relaunch this website because it's probably been a couple of years in the making. Um, it's been worth the wait, though, I have to say. Yeah. Definitely took longer than we expected. I joined Mama... I actually can't remember when I joined Mama Bob, but I, at least three years ago, longer. four years ago. Mm. Anyway, <laughs> I wasn't there from the beginning. And although, obviously... I was working on the website and I could, I can visually see the website. I wasn't actually aware of quite how big it was because as Carrie said, it grew organically. And so when we had to have the job of, of redesigning the new site to work in the best way possible and then moving information from the old site to the new site, that was when I realized we had a monster on our hands, <laughs> literally. And we had to prune and cut and, spring clean so much information which was very therapeutic in you know in the end. but at the time it was a lot of work and took a long time and I think there were some frustrations along yeah. the way because it did take so long but the end result is great and now we have a very modern contemporary looking website that's easy yeah. to navigate um, as Carrie said it's TripAdvisor style so mums can can type in their own comments on listings um and the most important thing is it's completely up to date because we've literally gone through every single listing from the old website wow. and got rid of the old okay. stuff. Yeah. Was up to date. And, and now we have, you know, brand new things and, and relevant things. And that's what makes the website so good at the moment. Yeah. 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 <laughs> on the old website for anything that was happening. So you get sort yeah. of like baby yoga uh, happening sort of around the corner. And you realize sometimes people only do this for four weeks of their life and then they go back and live somewhere else. Yeah. And so one thing about this site as well is that we've only put on things that we're pretty sure are going to not expire as well. Yeah. Because that's, that's, I think, what we found going through the site as well. There was just so much information on activities that probably we should have known better <laughs> to put on. So we're, we're making sure that when people go on the site, they don't get frustrated. There's nothing more frustrating than going yeah. to link. And it doesn't work. That's right. Yeah, yeah. We found that our Facebook uh, groups are very active and they're much more local so there are Barcelona Facebook groups Barcelona mums and, and mums and tots and so on 
And that's the place where you need to post information about the one-off workshops or one-off groups or yep. activities that are just going to last for a couple of months. And actually, we need to keep the site cleaner, you know, and, and put on information which we know isn't going to change for at least a year, if not, you know, longer. And it works, uh, works well like that. Yeah, no, it's a great site. So this, these interviews are about making it happen in your business and your life. What would be your individual top tips for women who are wanting to make it happen, both as a mum in Spain and also as a businesswoman mum in Spain? No, that's a very good question. Where do you want to start? Uh, I think, I mean, for me, I have been, the struggle that I have is just being able to juggle stuff, you know, and not finding enough time. I think that's every woman's scenario, yeah. really. I think you've got the extra thing of obviously living abroad, so you've got those challenges day to day as well. The advice would be, you know, you can't ever find more time, isn't it? So it's just being realistic about your expectations and, and try not to put too much um, pressure on yourself to achieve a certain amount all day. You know, be realistic about it. Um, but if you, are, if you have got a lot of work to do that has to be done by the end of the day, what I have found is work that works well is get as much done as you can in the morning. So, and that might mean, if it does mean sort of putting your alarm on for 6.30, and, you know, you don't have to take children or anything in the morning. That helps as well. So you can work all the way through to, say, two or three. It's amazing how much more you get done than, you know, faffing around, doing bits and pieces that you have to get done in the morning. It's much better if you can put those things at the end of the day. So for me, anyway, it's almost doubly productive working like that. Um, so that, for me, is, has definitely helped by, by managing my own expectations. Um, and the other thing I think which is really important, which I'm sure you're totally aware of, Ali, is, is just the network. The yep. net, just being, create your own network it's so important and you can never network too much wow. because every single even if you think you're going to go somewhere you're going to meet anyone interesting there is always interesting some about you know there's always interesting things about people everywhere you just have to find out about them so i mean it's easy to come down because we're all very busy but for us that's been a, a very important um you yeah, know thing yeah, for us absolutely. to do to be able to expand the site yeah, I don't know what it is about expats, but we all seem terribly fascinating. <laughs> and yeah. Everyone's got an amazing story. Once you start talking to people, they've always got an amazing story. They think it's, you know, boring and ordinary, but it's not at all. It's really interesting. So, yeah, I'm with you definitely on the networking. Jane, have you got any top tips? Um, I continue on the theme of networking. I, I think for me, it's all about finding your tribe. Yeah. You know, finding the people that you get on with and are, are like-minded. And this, on the side of being a mother and on the side of business, um, there are so many groups here in Barcelona. Um, what I realized is it's probably best to, to be local, not to think too far away or, or too far ahead and be local. Because when we first moved out to the Maresme, although I knew that there were a few foreigners around and things were going on, I kind of had this thought that I had to keep going back to Barcelona to do things, to find the right people, you know, to make connections. And so for a few years, that's what I was doing. I was, you know, taking a, a small baby to a music, you know, mums and tots music class or whatever. And then a few years down the line, I kind of realized, you know what, I could be doing this closer to home. So I then formed my own little group, you know, put the feelers out to find other mums that had babies the same age, children the same age. And we formed our own little group in the Maresme and we only had to walk down the road or it was something that I could do in my own home and I didn't have to go to Barcelona. So I think stay local would be part, you know, advice yeah, for mums. Yeah. 
that. You also don't want to be traveling too far with young children, young no. babies, yeah. who, are, who are close to you. Um, and then from a business point of view, the same thing, you know, find your tribe, find like-minded people. And I have to say that um, there are some very, very good, very active uh, networking groups in Barcelona for, for women in business. And everybody is so helpful and so friendly. It's, it's incredible. It's a pleasure to be part of these groups, you know, and, and to network with, with these people. And exactly the same thing that happened with the children. I've always been going into Barcelona to do networking for, for business. And then recently somebody started up a Facebook group in the Maresme for female entrepreneurs. And it's like, yes, <laughs> why didn't we think about doing that? You know, doing something close to home and, yeah. and so growing organically. And that's great because we're realizing that there are many women, you know, like us in the same area as us, which I hadn't quite realized before. So yeah, find your tribe and keep local if you can. Yeah, great tips. Thank you very much for those. So um, Mum Abroad covers four countries, as you mentioned, so it's not just in Spain. Jane, do you know what the most asked question for new mums is arriving in a foreign country, not just Spain, but any foreign country? I think probably it's about education. I think most parents, um, yeah. their main concern is, is to do with education. Um, here in, obviously in Catalonia, you have the issue with, with different languages. You have Catalan as well as Spanish. So, and some people don't really realize that before they come here. They kind of figure that out once they've arrived. And so there's a lot of questions about how to educate their children. Should it be public school, private school, trilingual school? Um, and so we do get a lot, of, a lot of questions about that. And more specifically, I'm also finding that parents, um, people who, are re who haven't decided if they're going to relocate or not, they're still thinking about it. And their concern is also about, their, about children and education, but it can be very specific about they have a child with special needs. Um, and so they need to know, are there schools you know, that, that can look after child with, with children with special needs? Um, that's a real concern for them. And they won't move to Spain or to Barcelona or where, wherever it is if they can't find a school that can help them with their children. So I think um, it's a priority for parents is educating their kids. Yeah, yeah, good. Have you actually uh, noticed any difference since Brexit with people moving? I mean, from my, from my perspective, there's actually more coming yeah, to Yeah, I would say anything there is, there's a, there's a lot of people who are trying to, you know, it's a, they feel it's a last-ditch attempt for them yeah. to in Europe. So, mm. I mean, certainly... I mean, certainly for the people that, that, that we know that live um, in Barcelona or Catalonia, more than ever, they want to stay because they've been very, obviously, they've been very upset about the whole process. So it's made you much, feel much more European. Yeah. I think that's certainly the yeah. case, whereas maybe if people were wavering and thinking about going back to the UK, that's perhaps maybe crystallised their decision to stay. Um, so certainly haven't noticed, you know, a lot of people going, you know, back home or, or certainly, you yeah. know, a reduction of people arriving there, I think. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. We've noticed that they seem to be younger people moving here now than um, younger couples, you know, married or, or to, you know, just together and thinking about having children, not got children, but, you know, uh, are thinking about moving. Yeah, yeah. the young generation with the Remainers. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Very yeah. So Mum Abroad is very much a community site and, as we mentioned before, very like TripAdvisor, it relies upon... Um, recommendations from the women within the tribe, the Mama Board tribe. 
how can we get involved with it? How can we put our thoughts up there and our recommendations and our businesses too? <laughs> we want you, we all, women and men, if any of you are watching, lots of ways. I mean, what, what we would love, because we've got so many different regions to cover, is to try and build up a whole selection of what we describe as micromanagers. So you have a little, you know, someone who's working in Valencia, someone in Javier, somewhere in Madrid, uh, someone on Ibiza, and then, you know, in France as well, places like Rennes and Paris and Toulouse. And, um, so if anyone in your area, for example, we, we cover the, the, cost, the whole of Andalusia. So it's not just the Costa del Sol, but Costa del Luz, and then Granada as well. Um, if they want to advertise their business for free, we will do so in exchange for their knowledge. It's as simple as that. So we ask for recommendations, and in exchange for that, we can advertise their business. And they can write about it on our blog as well, which is Mum Abroad Life. Uh, you know, we can give them a, a plug on Facebook. We'll do anything we can to help business. We're in the same situation because these are gold dust, you know, local recommendations, we haven't got time to go around and, you know, scour the country and be able to get them. So if they want to do that, they can, they can email us, info at mumabroad.com or jane at mumabroad.com or carrie at mumabroad.com, easy to remember. So, and all you can go directly onto the Facebook um, pages themselves and like recommendations like that. Um, okay. But yeah, we'd absolutely love to hear from you in that respect. Have I missed anything? It's our moment. Um, if... <laughs> <laughs> out there that are interested in writing for our blog we're always looking for new material for the blog okay um, and get in contact if you feel that you can write about uh, child-friendly activities or you know life in life as an expat mom in a particular area of Spain that would be great um, and I wrote down something else oh, if you're a woman in business um, we can list you on our website for free you just need to send us a short biography and a photograph and your contact details and, and we'll list you on the website in the hope that other people looking at the website might use your, your business. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so for the recommendations, what sort of information would you need? What sort of... Well, I mean, basically we have 12 categories on the site. Let's see if I can remember them. But you know, everything from activities for kids, indoor and outdoor. Um, we have... Uh, maternity services uh, tots um, maybe mums and tots health um, services uh, teens and tweens party planning <laughs> photographers cuddly toy <laughs> within those categories that's the kind of areas we're looking at really, really okay really. yeah okay you can go to the site and you'll be able to actually work out right. you know the degrees but anything, anything really family related. anything that's family related yeah yeah yeah, and the site is mumabroad.com. And yep. you've also got a blog site as well. Remind yep. me of the name of that. Mumabroadlife.com. Brilliant. Great. Yep. Okay. Well, yep. No, that's great. Well, thank you both very much for this afternoon. And um, hopefully we'll meet you again soon. Well, I was fortunate enough to meet you last October for an event we did in Barcelona. So hopefully we'll see you both again very soon. Thank okay. you. Thank you, Thank for you Ali. You're very welcome. <laughs>